Welcome to Morning Soap. At Fusion Church, our desire is that every believer would not just attend church, but also hear from God daily through His Word. As we read the Bible, we begin to see how God responds to things. Doing daily devotions repatterns the way we think, transforms the spirit of our mind, and helps us become more like Jesus. Join us here, Monday through Friday, as various pastors and leaders at Fusion Church share devotion and teaching through that day's soap scripture. Download the current soap reading plan at fusionchurch.cc soap. Lord, we just uh, we thank you this morning for this time to uh, to dive into your word. Um, Laura, I just pray that uh, that your word um, magnifies uh, your glory uh, and also just lifts us up today. Um, show us your power. Show us your uh, what you have done and what you're going to continue to do because you are the same God um, from then to now. Uh, so, Lord, we just thank you. We thank you for all that you're going to do in our hearts and our lives. I surrender my tongue to you. May this word be yours. Uh, and may you touch every heart and life that you intend to today um, and uh, give us wisdom and discernment to go forward and do your will. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right. Get a good stretch. All right. Um, as I read this, depending on the version you have, um, not the first plague, but the next one, um, the New King James uh, says lice. Uh, I believe in NIV or in some other ones, uh, they um, they classify them as gnats. Uh, so don't, don't get thrown off by that. Um, and then the uh, the one after that is flies. And we'll talk about uh, all of the kind of the nuances in there. And just think of it as it's just translation, um, you know, trying to get the best uh, description that they can. But that's really the difference there. Um, but let's jump into it. Verse one, I'm reading out of the New King James as I typically do. And the Lord spoke to Moses, go to Pharaoh and say to him, thus says the Lord, let my people go that they may serve me. But if you refuse to let them go, behold, I will smite all your territory with frogs. So the river shall bring forth frogs abundantly, which shall go up and come into your house into your bedroom, into your bed, uh, into the houses of your servants, on your people, onto, uh, into your ovens, and into your kneading bowls. Man, that's going to make mama mad if it's up in the ovens. And the frogs shall come up on you, on your people, and on all your servants. Uh, then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying to Aaron, stretch out your hand with your rod over the streams, over the rivers, over the ponds, and cause frogs to come up on the land of Egypt. So Aaron stretched out his hand over the waters of Egypt, and the frogs came up and covered the land of Egypt. And the magicians did so with their enchantments and brought up frogs on the land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh called for Moses and Aaron and said, Entreat the Lord that he may take away the frogs from me and from my people, and I will let the people go that they uh, may sacrifice to the Lord. Real quick, before I continue, I want you to take notice to that, that they may sacrifice to the Lord, right? We'll get into like what Moses or what um, 
uh, Pharaoh is kind of talking to Moses about in here and, and what he's really trying to do. Um, all right, so verse nine, uh, and Moses said to Pharaoh, <clears throat> accept the honor um, of saying, when I shall intercede for you, for your servants and for your people to destroy the frogs from you and your houses that they may remain in the river only. So he <clears throat> said tomorrow, and he said, let it be according to your word that you may know that there is no other like the Lord our God. And the frogs shall depart from you, from your houses, from your servants, and from your people. They shall remain in the river only. Then Moses and Aaron went out from Pharaoh. And Moses cried out to the Lord concerning the frogs which he had brought against Pharaoh. So the Lord did according to the word of Moses. And the frogs died out of the houses, out of the courtyards, and out of the fields. They gathered their them together in heaps and the land stunk but then pharaoh saw that there was relief he hardened his heart and did not heed them as the lord had said so the lord said to moses say to aaron stretch out your rod and strike the dust of the land so that it uh, may become lice throughout all the land of egypt and they did so for Aaron stretched out his hand and his rod and struck the dust of the earth, and it became lice on man and beast. All the dust of the land became lice throughout all of the land of Egypt. Now the magicians so worked with their enchantments to bring forth lice, but they could not. So there were lice on men and beasts. Then the magician said to Pharaoh, this is the finger of God. But Pharaoh's heart grew hard. And did not heed them, just as the Lord had said. And the Lord said to Moses, Rise early in the morning and stand before Pharaoh as he comes out to the water. Then say to him, Thus says the Lord, Let my people go, that they may serve me. Or else, if you will not let my people go, behold, I will send swarms of flies on you and your servants, on your people and onto your houses. The houses of the Egyptians shall be full of swarms of flies and all, also the ground on which they stand. And in that day, I will set apart the land of Goshen in which my people dwell, that no swarms of flies shall be there in order that you may know that I am the Lord in the midst of the land. I will make a difference between my people and your people. Tomorrow, this sign shall be. And the Lord did so. Thick swarms of flies came into the house of Pharaoh, into his servants' houses, and <clears throat> into all the land of Egypt. The land was corrupted because of the swarms of flies. Then Pharaoh called for Moses, and Aaron said, Go sacrifice to your God in the land. And Moses said, It is not right to do so, for we... Uh, for we would be sacrificing the abomination of the Egyptians to the Lord our God. If we sacrifice the abomination of the Egyptians before their eyes, they will not, will they not stone us? We will go three days journey into the wilderness and sacrifice to the Lord our God as he will, as he will command us. So Pharaoh said, I will, <clears throat> 
uh, let you go that you may sacrifice to the Lord your God in the wilderness. Only you shall not go very far. Intercede for me. Then Moses said, Indeed, I am going out from you, and I will entreat the Lord that the swarms of flies may depart tomorrow from Pharaoh, from his servants, and from his people. But let Pharaoh not deal deceitfully anymore in not letting the people go to sacrifice to the Lord. So Moses went out from Pharaoh and entreated the Lord, and the Lord did according to the word of Moses. He removed the swarms of flies from Pharaoh from his servants and from his people. Not one remained, but Pharaoh hardened his heart at this time also. Neither <clears throat> would he let the people go. The word of the Lord. All right, so we've got three plagues to kind of unpack here and a little bit of what was Pharaoh talking about at the end there um, and Moses, what were they kind of going back and forth with? Um, so let's let's go and go back. Let's go look at the frogs for a minute. Um, interesting thing is if you um, there's a specific God that the Egyptians would uh, this is one of their many gods um, that had a frog like head. You saw like a lot of the Egyptians had their like an eagle or have like a wolf or have um you know, a different animal, and one was like a frog. Um, uh, I'm trying to say the name right. It's like Hetek or something like that uh, is the name of the of the Egyptian god. The god uh, was a, of course, a false, yeah, Hegek. That's what I'm trying, I don't know. We'll see how that really works out. Um, it, but it was the god to them of childbirth and fertility. It was a God that was saying, you know, that you were um, you were blessed and you were promised uh, in life and being able to um, bear children and be fertile. And so they worshipped these little hoppity creatures all over the place. And uh, but it got to the point that God just said, decided, hey, I, I will not be mocked. You're not going to mock God, all right? Um, we can maybe get away with saying it right now, but God will always be just in the end uh, at some point in our lives. God will not be mocked is one of the things I want to kind of point out. And God has a sense of humor here. You want to mock God by having a, a silly fake God that is of a frog thinking that for some reason frogs bring fertility? when uh, we know that our Lord is the creator of all. This is just such a, a hilarious way. It's like, all right, you want to worship these things? I'm going to show you how much you love these things. I'm going to flood your land with so many frogs. You guys are going to be like, I, I don't know what to do. We're supposed to worship these things, but yet all of a sudden uh, they're everywhere. They're in mama's oven. And you know what? Mama ain't caring about nothing if that oven is full of dead roasted frogs. That's not that's not necessarily the meal that I think anybody is wanting to have. Um, but God's not going to be mocked. He will show you that your little false gods are, are humorous at best. And so he made frogs come up everywhere. 
we see that also the magicians that uh, Pharaoh had, they were able to reproduce this. And this is just like Pastor Sean said yesterday, that the enemy has power, but it's limited. The enemy ha does have power, but we must understand, remind ourselves that at all times it is limited because we worship the limitless God. We worship our God that is limitless. The enemy has limited power. It will manifest. It will come about. It will show up in our lives, but it is limited. It's not going to go very far. It can't do all that it can do. It's like somebody took, you all have seen these like foolish things where somebody gets like a, a Honda Civic but then they mess with it and they try to make it look like a Porsche and they just put a Porsche logo on it. But in reality, it's just a little junky Honda Civic. They put a wing on it. They did whatever, but they're trying to make it look like what they want it to make it look like. They're trying to make it look like the amazing, better thing that it really is, but it's just a fabrication. It's limited in its capability because it's not truly the amazing thing at which it's trying to be. These magicians are limited. They're trying to be as good and as powerful and as wonderful and as amazing as God is, but they are limited. They can't go much further. All they were able to do was continue the process of the frogs, but they couldn't take them away. They couldn't take them away. Only God could do that. God was the one that was miraculously like in the frog's life. The rest of them go to the water, but the majority done. Sorry, mama, you got a whole bunch of dead frogs in your oven. But, you know, God will not be mocked, but he will mock your gods. If you got a fake God, if you got an idol in your life, if you've got something else that you're trying to put in front of God and your priorities of life, God will mock that thing and will show you how foolish you are in thinking that that, whether it's money, whether it's power, whether it's your job, whether it's your career, even if it's your family, how that is not more powerful, more important, or uh, needed to be more focused on than God first in our lives. I was up on uh, prayer yesterday, and it's just, if we want things to get better, if we want things to be blessed in our lives, like we want our job to be blessed in our lives, we want our marriage to be blessed in our lives, we want our relationships and our family, we want the raising of our kids to be blessed, we want our, uh, our lives with our finances, we want our health, we want all of, we want these things blessed in our lives, you need to put God first. Those things can't be first and be blessed. God has to be first for those things to be blessed. But if you put anything above God, you make a false God of something, he will mock you because God will not be mocked. We go on to, um, well, we so leading up to, we see that you see this line where in verse eight at the end of it, and I will let the people go. This is Pharaoh talking. And I will let the people go that they may sacrifice to the Lord. 
It's like, wait a minute, what are you talking about? Moses is saying, let my people go like all together. You're saying you can, you're just going to let them go sacrifice to God somewhere else. And not, so he, he's already starting this, if you will, the negotiation process. We're going to get into that. Um, so the next plague is lice or otherwise gnats, depending on the, the one you um, that you're reading. But regardless of which specific bug that you're thinking of, uh, gnats or lice or anything that is swarming or infesting on the body uh, is basically defiling or making that uh, person or animal unclean. Uh, that would be and primarily, this was this this was the culture and the understanding of the religious look of how um, sat ritual sacrifices went for Egypt. Egypt could not ritually sacrifice an animal if it had had an infestation of lice or gnats or you know any kind of uh, insect on it like that. Basically, God killed their religious capability to worship their gods even further by sending gnats or lice to completely swarm not only the animals but them themselves so even your uh your egyptian priests if you will or sorcerers or whatever you whatever the calling the name of them specifically were that were holding these religious ceremonies to sacrifice animals to their god they couldn't do it because they were unclean and then the uh, animal itself that would be chosen to be the sacrifice all of their animals were now classified as unclean and unfit for service you just crushed their religion you just crushed their whole concept of oh my goodness we can't we can't do our, our uh, you know, thirsty Thursday sacrifice, you know, or whatever to to raw or to whoever, uh, or uh, I'm sure that they weren't really thinking of their frog god at this point um, <laughs> to sacrifice to. But it, it, he just he just like, again, your fake religion, your fake ideas. I will crush them in a minute. I will ruin your your fake religion in a minute. Keep it up. Keep it up, Pharaoh. Keep it up. And so we just see this over and over. God will not be mocked. <laughs> he is he's got a sense of humor and he just does it in these amazingly smart and clever ways that just crushes our enemy. That just crushes their idea of what they expect and what they understand to be the right way of going about and doing things. And God's like, I'm going to use your own system against you, man. Watch this. I, I almost get like a, a laugh and a giggle out of this because it's just such a humorous way of just smiting uh, the enemy here. This is one of those things and, and why I even... I, I just, I love that song, you know, um, that the battle belongs to the Lord. We can't think of, you know, we can be clever. We know some clever people in our lives. We know some uh, people that can can come up with some funny things and, and ways uh, of doing things in our lives. But 
man, I, nobody's as clever as God. Nobody is as clever as God. Nobody's as, in reading this, nobody's as funny as God can be with all that he can do. Let him fight the battles for you. He's fighting this battle and all that. Guess what? Throughout this whole thing, have you noticed the only thing that has to happen, the only thing that either Moses or Aaron has to do is be obedient. Is be obedient. It's the only action on what we need to do to have to win battles with God in our lives is you have to be obedient to him. That's it. I mean, look at it. He was just like, hey, send out Aaron and uh, and lift up his staff in front of the waters and frogs come out everywhere. That's all you got to do. Go up that and just do this. And and the power of God just happens. Just be obedient. If he told me right now, Nick, uh, you'll be blessed if you just for an hour, just go jump on one foot in front of your yard in front of the whole neighborhood. Done. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I don't care how foolish I look. Just be obedient. It's as simple as that. As simple as that. Moses and Aaron are just being straight up obedient to whatever God says, and God fights the battle. God will give you the direction. Just be obedient to it. Whatever is going on in your life, wherever you're like, God, I can't figure this part out of what's going on. I don't know how to, to navigate this part of my life, whether it's at work, whether it's family, it's marriage or whatever. I, I don't know what it is, but I'm, I have to trust you above everything else. Let me just be obedient. And the best way to understand that the best way to get that and the best way to fully understand how God wants to use us and for uh, and how we need to be obedient is being in the word daily like we are right now. That's why it's important for us, not only for us to be doing that, but let's tell others about the goodness of us being in the word, how much wisdom, how much knowledge, how much discernment, how much, wow, we get the lessons of the stories. We get the lessons of the Psalms and the Proverbs. We get the lessons of Jesus throughout this word so that he can fight the battles and we know how to be properly obedient to what he's doing. You just got to be Moses and Aaron. Just be obedient. That's it. We see the fourth plague of the flies. Um, and here, this is the beautiful part. This is a this is a semblance of what God is going to do with Israel and how, uh, number one, he's setting them apart. And that the flies didn't mess with Israel. They only messed with Pharaoh. They only messed with Egypt. And that over there, they were remaining clean. They were remaining protected. The, they only were able to go over and mess with Egypt. It didn't, it didn't go into where all of Israel was staying in their encampment. Don't you see that when we are saying, God, I am one of yours. I'm on your side. How he protects us. How he also, it's a displaying of we can't make ourselves clean. God makes us clean. 
God's the one that has set us apart by only us being, yes, you are my God. Yes, I am uh, magnifying you. Yes, I'm praising you. Yes, I am devoted to you. And God says, good, but you can't make yourself clean. None of us are good enough to make ourselves clean. But he sets us apart. He sets us apart. And it shows that through his grace, through his mercy, through sending his son, Jesus, we are made righteous, we are made whole, we are made free, we are made clean by his blood. This is an image of God saying that I am separating my people, like that you should see, like I am, I, I'm loving these people that I'm calling mine. And today in this New Testament understanding, that we are grafted into the nation of Israel. So therefore, if you have accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, if you acknowledge his lordship in your life, you are part of that nation. You are a part of God's children. You are a part of the kingdom of heaven. You are set apart. Like I said in verse 22, and in that day, I will set apart the land of Goshen in which um, that's just basically the, you know, the encampment area where Israel is, the land of Goshen in which my people dwell, that no swarms of flies shall be there in order that you may know that I am the Lord in, in the midst of the land. It's a demonstration of his power. It's a demonstration of his protection. Is a demonstration of what he's going to do and what he's already done in our lives. What he's going to do as to the timeline from Moses all the way to what he's going to do with his sending his son Jesus to die for all of our sins. So that all of us have the capability of acknowledging the power and the work and the grace and the love of what Christ did for all of us so that we can be made clean, so that we can be grafted in, so that we can be acknowledged as sons and daughters of the king of kings. That's what we get to do. And that's what God is displaying here in this fourth plague. We see now we get into this negotiation part. And you, if you watch like movies, trying to think of a specific one, um, basically where some, some terrorist takes over an airplane and is, I want to talk to the president and uh, gives the, the president some ultimatum. I've got all of these, you know, American citizens on a plane or whatever, and you're going to give me X amount of and you hear that American, uh, the United States does not negotiate with terrorists, right? Who's ever watched a movie and, and you've heard that line, like the United States does not negotiate with terrorists. You need to have that policy in your life. You, me, we do not negotiate with terrorists. We do not negotiate with the enemy. 
We do not negotiate with ones that are on the enemy's side. We do not negotiate with the enemy. What Pharaoh is trying to do is say, all right, I'm going to I'm going to try to appease you here. I'm going to try to like, you know, make this compromise with Moses and ultimately knowing that Moses keeps uh, going back and um, and praying to God to release each one of these plagues, um, which he's just following what the Lord told him to do in the first place. Um, you see that it's just, hey, okay, you can you can go sacrifice to your Lord. But the problem is, is that they sacrifice lambs. And the lamb to Egypt is a holy animal. It would be like going to India and sacrificing a cow. You can't do that. Cows are seen as sacred. That would be that would be an abomination. That would be blasphemy. That would be punishable by death immediately. And so it's really a trap. It's a trap. If you negotiate with terrorists, if you negotiate with the enemy, and you and they're trying to make sweeten the deal, like, oh, look, you can just go over there, you can go appease your God and everything, and uh, and won't that make you happy? Like in that, like that's ultimately like good, right? That that's what you want, and it's like no, it's a trap. But you see, you also see where uh, Pharaoh said, "I will let you go, and that you may sacrifice to the Lord." This verse twenty-eight uh, to, to the Lord your uh, God. Only you shall not go very far. And then he tells him, "Intercede for me." Wait a minute, what? What he's basically saying is, you can't leave the boundary of the Egyptian nation. You can't go too far. You have to stay within the bounds of. Uh, of the Egyptian controlled territory in here, you have to stay here, but you, you know, you can go out there somewhere in like some sandy pit and, and go sacrifice to the Lord. If that makes you bet, you know, happy. Oh, by the way, pray for me. <laughs> Which I almost think is just hilarious. They, by the way, Hey, when you go talk to God, can you pray for me? Can you pray for me? Cause my wizards aren't all that good. My wizards can't undo what, what God's done. Terrorists can't undo what God do. And terrorists only want to trap you. Do not negotiate with terrorists. Do not negotiate with the enemy. He's trying to make it a trap. Moses even realizes this. And he's like, wait a minute. Um, In back in verse 26, when he says it's not right for us to do so, for uh, we would be sacrificing the abomination of the Egyptian. Basically, we'd be in India sacrificing a cow in front of the in front of uh, all of India. No, that's not going to work, bro, because I know what your people are going to do. If we sacrifice the abomination of the, the Egyptians before their eyes in front of them, then will they not stone us? Like, isn't that in your religious law? Isn't that in uh, how it is if we basically deeply religiously offend you, you will just straight kill us? I know the trap, bro. It's not going to work. 
don't negotiate with terrorists. So Moses goes back. He doesn't take the people away to go sacrifice to the Lord. He says, we're not going there. We're not even going to try to spring the trap and see what we can uh, you know, get out of this time. Not even playing into it. Because it's not part of my instruction from the Lord either. This is an important part. Even in the midst of obedience to the Lord, if the Lord doesn't say to do something, that also means don't do it. Don't go above and beyond the instruction of the Lord. Lord said, do only this. Moses and Aaron are sticking to only this. He's not making, he's not thinking for himself and making some kind of negotiating deal. And the Lord's given him discernment to realize this is a trap. Stay with the Lord. And so he goes, but Pharaoh continues to do what Pharaoh does, and he hardens his heart. So I hope and pray that this kind of gives you some uh, a, a encouragement today to just stay obedient with the Lord. Stay with what he's doing. <clears throat> Continue to be in his word. Put him first in all things. Put him first in all things and be obedient. God will fight your battles. Because they're ultimately not yours. They're his. They're ultimately not yours. They're his. But we can only win through obedience. It's the only way we can go. So I pray that you all feel encouraged today. Realize that this is where you belong. I can't wait to see you guys this weekend. We have baptisms coming up uh, this Sunday uh, at Egg Harbor Township. It's going to be amazing. Um, take care and let's pray and let's have a great day. Lord, we just thank you so much for your word. May we just continue to be obedient to you and you alone. Lord, may we, may we just not even entertain uh, the traps and the lies, uh, the negotiations or the compromises of the enemy. May we have that policy that we do not negotiate with terrorists. We do not, we do not negotiate with those that seek to do us harm and they're just trying to compromise your word and your instructions. Lord, we just thank you so much for your continuance of grace and mercy of, of love and guidance continue to watch over us lord i pray a blessing over everybody uh, watching right now over everyone that's listening later and their families in jesus christ's name i pray amen and amen have a good one everyone see you all later take care god bless oh and imago day at cumberland county this Sunday night, you won't want to miss it as well. Take care. God bless.